why don't we do this? If for some reason we get disconnected and I or you are not in a position. Asma, I am recording this podcast. I'm back online with Tasha. This is the Tasha and Jack podcasting show. Let's continue with your suggestion. Go ahead, Tasha. Speak to me. Okay, my suggestion is when I call in or you call me, however we initiate the call, and if something happens via technology, um, we'll just simply say we'll try to get the person right back on the line. If not, we'll recover the call or the conversation later today. How does that sound? That's what we're doing right now. Remember, my focus is simply the show must go on. Got you. If our... If our podcast is interrupted, if our Skype call quits, great, great, let it quit if this is oh. what happens. Oh, let okay. adapt readily. This is our podcasting show number two right now. We're oh. talking about using technology to our advantage and our focus on the show must go on. Gotcha. This is what we're doing. So if this show was to stop right now, mm-hmm. we would simply call each other back and continue with our agenda the the fact that the show is interrupted doesn't even bother me of no concern whatsoever we oh. simply continue where we left off oh okay i wish you had told me that would be good okay no problem then i mean it's just i watch a lot of interviews like everyone else and i noticed that the more prepared the person is most times it does go very smoothly seamlessly but things do happen like this it's kind of like what you said life happens and that's part of the reason why i try to ask people when i call them is it a good time because if it's not a good time then i need to call them back okay i don't know where we left off but with brevity i'll simply say that i found by asking that one simple question is it a good time that was like sort of like a buzzword and they, they thought about it. They said, well, yes, it is a good time, or no, it's not. But remember, the focus on it being a good time is for personal communications. Since we are now podcasting as the Tasha and Jack podcasting show, any time is a good time for our audience. So what you were focusing on, Tasha, is personal and private communication, which is true. When is a good time? But as a podcast content creator and developer, I take the perspective of our listening audience and simply say that any time is a good time. Because now, as an audience-driven interaction, which we are doing right now, it's the best time for the audience. Whenever the audience chooses to access the Jack Bosma podcasting channel on Anchor FM, That's the good time for the audience. And that's the type of activities that I'm promoting. If it's a one-minute conversation or show, that's fine. If it's a five-minute conversation or show, that's fine. If it's a 30-minute content-based show, even better. So be it. The technology limitations don't exist. The ability to pick up the ball and run with it exists. And make that communication relevant and important each and every time that we interact. Do it now. Because now eliminates the planning, now eliminates the focus on organized content, and now eliminates 
many of the technological difficulties that we're used to experiencing. All of that is eliminated. We simply have a live conversation about what's on our mind, and we broadcast this content to millions of viewers worldwide. That's the only thing that's changed in this paradigm. The ability to react and respond immediately. And this is important to me. I was going to say, absolutely. I, I concur totally. I, in fact, now that you put it in that context, I, I see how that can be so pertinent for people that are on the go and constantly in a need to communicate what their current state of mind is, what's going on in their immediate lives. And that's what we're doing right now. We're simply doing it live. I'm simply challenging you to focus on an audience perspective, not on a me-centered approach and not on a difficulty-centered approach. Easy. Communicate with ease. If there's a communication difficulty or a technological difficulty, it's eliminated. Pick up the phone and we resume where we left off. Any limitation is is simply eliminated. Eliminated. My goal, quite honestly, is to create live content with viewers and encourage those same viewers to comment by adding text-based messages with a title. And that title of the text-based message can be their YouTube channel, their Skype address, their email address, their Anchor FM channel address. I want to start providing audio-titled messages and really interact with the audience in addition to using any other platform that I choose to communicate on. The most important components of communication are the sender, the message, and the receiver. But in actuality, the e- the receiver, the message back to the sender, is of my primary focus. So it's not one-way communication, it's two-way communication. It's communication on the go. Exactly. And that's where I challenge all listeners and all program participants. This is the Tasha and and Jack podcasting show number two. We've already created one podcast that was eliminated by technology. Skype said, got to go, got to cancel this podcast. Jack says, not at all. That was simply podcast number one. We are now on podcast number two. So now we have some value-added content to provide to a worldwide listener, which will ensure our success, because we've essentially reached out to the world. And we're continuing to do that each and every time we interact. One-on-one interaction is no longer efficient or effective. We must focus our interactions on the capability and ability to rapidly communicate with the world and own what we say. Be proud of what we say and encourage the interactive participation of our growing audience. I agree. That's it in a nutshell. So so many things are going on so rapidly and there is a need for that to be able to have like a rapid response to critical issues, uh, important topics. Uh, That, I mean, if you look at the social media platforms, That's what their purpose is, to give us immediate feedback every second, every minute of the day. 
so much is happening, it's almost impossible to keep up with the pace and having a platform like this that is handled in this capacity would be an excellent way to facilitate that. Now, I'm speaking with you right now, Tasha. What is the most important thing you can do for me right now? The most important thing in your life that you can do for me right now? They listen because you're sharing a lot of vital knowledge. Not at all. Listening is an important skill. Listening is a necessary skill. The most important skill that you can provide to me is a titled Tasha message on the Jack Bosma Anchor FM podcasting channel. A titled Tasha message is the most important thing you can provide me right now. Okay. And the reason I say that is because I can subsequently take that Tasha titled message. If you message it with your email, the message must have a title. Then I can respond to that message and provide additional podcasting content on the channel. Well, instead of using my email, um, would it be appropriate to use one of my social media platforms? Because I think now you're thinking like me. Apologize for interrupting you. Provide me with content, because if you simply send a titled message on the Jack Bosma Anchor FM podcasting channel and the message is Tasha Lewis. Hey, Jack, what's going on? Hello. That means nothing. But a quantifiable and a professional response to the videos, I'm sorry, to the podcasting content that I'm providing. Now, real communication is taking place. And as a result of that real communication, I can drive viewers, listeners, anyone to your content because the title of the message is focused on some particular aspect of your content. Okay, well, with me, um, because I, I do this continuously throughout the day, I would say Tasha Lewis's resource coin as I provide unlimited resource information in many different capacities because I recognize that all of us need resources daily for different purposes. And that's something I can continuously do in a great capacity in any format that I can. But there is one key component of all of your information that you provide. And you've assisted me in many different aspects of what I'm doing. So I'm grateful for our friendship. But there is one key component of all of the information that you disseminate that is missing. I could fill it in, but why don't you piggyback off of me and tell me what you think it is? No, you tell me because you I don't have the right answer. I do. You okay. tell me what the component of all of your content delivery what component of that content delivery are you missing? Oh, well, I was just going to say that I think most of the resources that I provide are on the line of funding, but because of a book that I wrote entitled Funding for Internships and Scholarship Programs, I selectively had decided to pull, extract the fun stuff that's in there, meaning wrong. that... You're oh, wrong. Okay, I'm 
That's that's what I thought. You're wrong. You're one hundred percent wrong. May I enlighten you with my extremely radical answer? Go right ahead. Because I'm a visionary, Tasha, and I'm very radical in what I do. The key component of all of your social media activities that is missing is your voice. Your voice. Now we hear you. We can listen to you. We can begin to understand you. Our interaction is ongoing. This is what will ensure success. In addition to all of the text message content, all of the emojis, anything else that we do. We now have a face and a place because we hear Tasha. We can hear Jack. We now have an appreciation for what we are doing because now we have a voice. And that voice is missing in text-based media content. I concur. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. Now, a person's voice... um, there's so many different aspects of a person's personality, the tone, uh, the ambiance of it, um, because it, it tells you about themselves. It tells you about their soul to a certain extent. It also gives you a visual. I mean, I know people might say, how can the voice give you a visual? But, you know, you have to think about all the people out there that are impaired by vision. They can't see. So the voice is their connection to everything. And I guess you're right. I mean, because when we get a chance to listen to people, you know, I listen to a lot of audio books uh, throughout my life in different capacities and open my eyes, you know, if I could use that metaphor, to what I couldn't see. It opened my eyes to locations in the world. It opened my eyes to personality eyes to business information and you're right people were getting a steady stream of resources from me but you're right did it did it give did it speak you know of my voice of who I am and what I'm about I actually did that in the book and we'll probably now know that I pull out a lot of things that are fun in order to fund different you know to you know my pun there to fund a lot of their different projects because I know what I like that's why I was telling you. And this is exactly what I'm discussing with you. That's right. Every That's audiobook that you've ever listened to, have you ever provided a titled response to an audiobook that you've listened to? No, you have not. Exactly. You have never responded to the author or content creator of any audiobook you have ever listened to. You're right. I have not. I know that. I already know that. So where is the value-added content that the author so desperately needs? Do you realize how many audiobook comments I've left with authors and how many revisions I am interacting with the author of that original audiobook? We're creating revisions, and I'm being paid based on my interaction with the audiobook creator. Well, based on what you just said about my, I would say you're probably busy all the time I'm not busy I'm communicating and each and every time I communicate I'm refining the art pick up the phone pick up the phone and let's interact I don't want to discuss barriers 
I simply want to discuss opportunities, not only with you as a very avid supporter of myself and my content, but with our global audience. Isn't it nice to have a personal conversation with thousands of people listening? I think it's a fantastic thing. Uh, in fact, what you've made me realize is it, it's kind of like the feeling I used to have in my classes, you know, where I could just, you know, be myself, communicate, share the knowledge, the love of what I was doing and make a difference. And I think what you just proposed is, is even more critically important now when we've all been in sort of a shutdown mode where we were forced to only communicate in certain contexts in certain ways. And having an open platform like this gives us a feel like we're just, we're, we're even, even though we're inside still, okay, or at least in this particular situation, but it gives the feeling of being everywhere, doesn't it? Because like you said, we're communicating right now and all these individuals are listening to our conversation either now or later, but they get the feeling that we're there with them. You know, our voice, you know, when I did, let me just use this quick example. When I did my first podcast, I was staring at a wall and I noticed that because I was just staring at a wall and not an audience, I seemed to just really let it flow. And I think, is that because I'm not worried about being judged or I'm not worried about, you know, my hair or, you know, my wardrobe, you know what I'm saying? I, just, I started really analyzing and I re recognized that that's how I should be no matter where I am or how I'm communicating. I, I should just be free form. And that's Quite honestly, what we're doing Tasha, right it's called content creation. Exactly. That's, that's what it's called. It's called content creation. And that's what we do. We welcome our audience to participate with us by providing titled messages mm -hmm. so that we can interact and promote content with them. We encourage individuals to share our content with others. And we, but most importantly, at the end of the day, we really encourage people to leave titled message comments on the Jack Bosma Anchor FM podcasting channel. This is true interaction. Even though I broadcast to thousands, I only focus on one individual when I'm providing content. And do you know who that individual is? Why don't you enlighten us? You. Because I am creating this interaction with you. And I'm proud of your decision. And I'm proud of your participation, Tasha. Because your expectations when you entered this environment with me were not the same expectations that you have now. And this is only podcast number two. So can you imagine what podcast number three will provide us? Yeah, I can. It's going sure. to open our eyes and, and give us an even broader platform that will extend what we've already discovered about the voice of this platform and the unlimited content and the unlimited opportunities. Remember, the technology that we use is very easy. You operate Skype the same way I operate Skype. 
You operate free for talk the same way I operate free for talk. You operate any platform that you're on the same way I operate a platform that I'm on. Yet when we communicate, it becomes so difficult. This is what I'm changing. This is what I'm changing one viewer at a time. I'm saying if the platform is so easy to use, any language, any location, any time, anywhere, then the communication that occurs using the platform designed for communication must also be simply simplified. Well, you know what? You're probably going to get an email or a text from all of all of the people in that realm asking you for your input. I see why the authors also do so, because a lot of times I create, you know, surveys for different things that I do. And I asked a lot of probing questions like you do. And sometimes people will fill it in and sometimes they won't. But we don't realize that that's how you improve upon anything that you do is by asking the right questions at the right time. And it only allows the creators of all of these wonderful platforms, you know, just to stop on that, piggyback off that, I was saying to someone how there was a time where we only had one organization that provided us a method of communication. Now we have all of these opportunities to communicate with our loved ones, our family, our friends, our colleagues, our networks. We can just pick and choose. I mean, I even have a committee that I'm working with, have them test out different platforms weekly so we can always have a way to communicate. And that's, that's what's so mind-boggling to me is that we have these wonderful things like, you know, Skype and Zoom and Google, you know, all these different platforms to pick from. You know, there was a time, you know, remember there was a telegraph that we would send out and that would it, or we'd have a mail item we'd send out. But now we can just kind of put it in a jar and pick out and say, let's do this one this week. And now you're offering this other communication on the go, which I think is absolutely fabulous. I mean, influencers can use it whenever they need to, uh, celebrities, politicians, you know, anybody you name it that is constantly in need of continuous communication along with the social media platforms. And this is Tasha and Jack podcasting show number two. This is already number two. Because I'm going to upload number one, even though it was disconnected. Because that's okay. In the end, we were still able to successfully launch and navigate and communicate in the Tasha and Jack podcasting show number two. Way to go with the Tasha and Jack show. Invite and excite is my mantra, and I use it daily. Well, thank you for this opportunity. And um, it, it's definitely motivated me. I mean, even more so than, you know, our conversation yesterday, because that was more of a learning experience since it was the initial one. But if this is the way even my courses are, you know, the tone of them are going to go in a similar, since we're working on that too, um, the three courses that you, you asked me to put together, one, the one on the PhD dissertation uh, and a couple on funding, um, I don't see any problem with it. Because to me, if you can communicate and people are receptive, you have success. I would like to create a PhD dissertation assembly course with you. 
What are some components to identify when assembling a PhD dissertation project? What are the things that we need to consider? Uh, Definitely your subject matter. No, 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 Tasha, not right now. This is what I want you to think about. This will be another show. Because right now, your mind is fluttering. Your mind is floating. Your focus is on me. Your focus is what does Jack want? What does Jack need? You, 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 you. No, no, no. This is the wrong focus. We are not on the bullseye yet. We are on the target, but we are not on the bullseye. I am your student, Tasha. There are thousands of people right now in the podcasting community that are your students. They want to know what some key considerations of a PhD dissertation is. What are some key components to consider? You've already provided me with this. You've already provided me. You already have content. Now I simply want to take that written content and discuss it verbally with you. Okay. I want you to change your mind and stop developing things. Nothing needs to be developed. Your books, your audio courses, your platform content has already been developed. You do not need to develop anything for me or our expanding audience. The only thing that needs to happen is that content needs to be presented verbally, not in written format. Simply send the text document as a PDF file on PhD considerations for dissertation, and we will discuss it. Okay. I want to eliminate any barriers that you currently have in your mind concerning communication, because to me, no barrier exists. No barrier exists. We have the content. Let's present it. If we design a text-based course on a platform, then it will be a paid course. But I want to generate interest with people. I want people to provide titled audio messages with a title. Audio messages with a title. Because on any platform, right now our communication is the sender. We are the senders. The message is being sent. But I want the receiver to interact by providing titled messages. The most fundamental piece of the podcasting arena or environment that is not being utilized. Do you watch a lot of YouTube videos, Tasha? Honestly, no. And it's not because I don't want to. The few that I have watched, um, I enjoy. Um, Sometimes with me, it's about time management. If I'm working on something related to that, I'll listen to it. But what is the key component of YouTube that is not being utilized by billions of people? Um, I don't want to speak to that because I'd have to speak to some individuals to find to get their take. I know that YouTube is I, I, I've been using it a lot more, but for different purposes. For example, I've been listening to some annual meetings that were on it for corporations. Um, I've also watched vit music videos because I was working on a project related to that. I do things very project orientated. 
I mean, I, I don't have a lot, a lot of free time. Um, so I use my time very wisely. But what I would suggest is if you want to get the stats on that is to probe and ask some people why they use it and then get their feedback and tabulate it and then put that information out. What but I, I already have to... an answer. Oh, I okay. already have an answer, oh. Tosh. And, and I will enlighten you with this answer as well. Go ahead. Because I'm a very brief communicator. I'm a visionary. I'm radical. And I simplify everything. The most underutilized function on the YouTube platform is the comments section. Because if you have a million viewers, I don't care. If you have two million viewers, I don't care. Mm -hmm. If you have two million comments, I love you. I will marry you right now. If you have two million viewers and two million comments. But if you have two million viewers and have a thousand comments, this means nothing to me. Because the message is only being sent one way and there is no response. So I am speaking to you, I am talking to you, but there is essentially no interaction. Yet I have 2 million viewers or 3 million viewers. If I have 2 million or 3 million comments, I'm on fire, Tasha. Do you read all those comments? Once again, I have a YouTube channel for the purpose of having a YouTube channel. I posted all my content on Rumble and I monetize it. So I've essentially moved all of my high value YouTube content onto Rumble. And I've moved all of my interactive uh, podcasting activities to Anchor FM. Do Do you read all of your comments? Yes, I do. I figure it's my obligation because if someone has taken the opportunity to provide me with a comment, that means my message has resonated with them. Why would I not want to partner with them and explore the possibility of creating additional content based on their feedback? It's such a fundamental part of communication. I think that's excellent because I, I'm one of those people that I read my comments and I read others' comments too. And you learn so much about yourself and others as well by their communication style, uh, their learning style, and also about their personality. The most important thing that we can do as individuals is to create groups and involve companies, organizations, other individuals by simply doing what we love to do and encouraging partnerships with the individuals who respond to us. Because then we can subsequently create content with them. Remember, if our message is resonating with people, it's because they identify with the components of that message. And each and every comment is simply an opportunity to connect and partner with another individual. I don't know who you know. You don't know who I know. Isn't it great when we communicate to explore those possibilities? I think it's fabulous. It's, you know, that what you just said is so important right now because we had so many disconnections in different ways over the years for different reasons. And now more than ever, 
you know, we need to re reestablish important contacts, whether it be familiar, whether it be personal, whether it be company-wide. Um, our voices have to connect us now until we're in a safe place with one another to be able to connect physically. I'm not just talking about in the same room. You could be in a location now, but then you have to stand a certain amount of feet away from people. So our voices might just be the thing that reunify all of us. Do you know my most difficult community to connect with right now? Oh, no, I don't. The community that I am having the most difficulty connecting with right now are teachers. And the reason I'm having difficulty connecting with teachers is because the teacher still has the mentality that they're in a classroom, they are standing, the subordinate students are sitting, there is a one-way communication process from the teacher to the student, it's ongoing, the teacher is being paid to read someone else's book and deliver homework and all of this garbage. This is the teacher mentality. My mentality is each and every time we communicate, we are essentially co-learners. We're both learners. There is no senior subordinate relationship. We are creating our own content. Why would I want to read John's book or Bill's book when I could create my own and create interactions based on content delivery with the audience that's engaging with me? You're at home right now. I'm at home right now. Forget the office. Forget the classroom. You are welcoming me into your home each and every time you connect with me. I am welcoming you into my home each and every time I connect with you. Let's stop the senior subordinate garbage and become true collaborative learning partners in all of our interactions. Well, the only thing I'll say to that in my in my business model for myself is I actually took a different stance. You know, I studied at a school where we sat around a table and discussed things like we were at the UN. And even though the position of my teaching stance changed after that, I maintained that same mentality where it's we're like sitting around a table, you know, discussing things. And it worked. I mean, I, I tried to make my students feel at home with me so that they would connect with me. And now I'm talking about when I taught on a college level, because I also taught little people where I sat down on the floor and sometimes they sat in my lap, you know, or right this next to me. something for you for little people. This is something that I've just expanded. I'm going to send you this as a text message. And this is something uh, that you will be very interested in. One moment, please. Because you just mentioned the word little people, okay? I don't like that term. I simply want to say young learners. But that's fine. That's your perspective. Uh, please consider this right now. I'm sending you this as a resource. Okay. Well, I, the only reason I use that term is because I taught ages two to a So I, and, and you have to teach in a different way. Um, to different popular age groups. So I always called my my little my my younger students, as you wanted me to term it. I taught them in a different 
way that I than I taught on the collegiate level. You know, not everybody teaches that broadly. You know, they use throw out the word teaching, please. Will you throw out the word teaching? The word makes me ill. And use the term learning. I'm an accomplished educator. I taught classes in person. I was paid by the university to be a professor or to be an instructor. And all I did with that university or organization is I contacted the author. The author instructed the class. Mm -hmm. I was paid as an instructor. But the author of the content of the books that we were using created the classes. So I was paid by the organization to teach, which I never did. And the second unique thing that happened is as a result of the author's interaction with the students, the author chose to revise the book. As an advisor to the author in revision of the content, I was paid by that organization, by the author, to revise the books that they had written. So I was paid by the university to teach, which I never did. I let the author teach. It was his book. Why not? And then I was paid by the author and publishing companies to create revised content based on those discussions. Mm -hmm. Pretty smart, isn't it? Yeah, that's wise. Isn't it pretty smart to teach classes and get paid for content that was never taught by utilizing the creative expertise of the book author? That's pretty smart. And isn't it smart to create a revised book and sell it based on the interactions that we had in the classroom? So I was paid as an instructor and I was paid as an advisor to creating revised book content. Pretty smart, isn't it? Yeah, that's wise. Thank you very much. And all I did was facilitate communication, which resulted in that. Paid to be an instructor or a lecturer without actually lecturing and paid to revise books that were used in those lectures or classes. That's true education, Tasha. When you use words like my students, my learners, we, I don't use the word my, I use the word we. My goal is to train project managers, content creators, and leaders. That's my goal. And I'm so radical on my thought processes that many people do not understand me. But they will. They will in short time. They will. If it's done, you know, which is based on the model that you just gave, and they like, you know, your flow and your style, um, they'll see what you to accomplish and help you facilitate that. I, I like using we, but... You know, there are times, you know, where you have to use other pronouns as well. Uh, what I will say is I think that you took your interpretation and made it into a collective for everyone, you know, that everybody could benefit from it. And I and my students... Are my messages we, targeted we, and simple to did, understand? We did I, many... basic communication... Right, and I, we did we did many collaborative things, whether it was events, uh, production, plays, uh, dance, 
musical things. We had jam sessions, you know, with instruments. So I, I can see, I can see that vision. What is the most important thing that we can do? Collaboration and creation. That well, is our focus in eliminating barriers. If the technology is a barrier, eliminate it. If the method we are using to communicate is a is a concern, eliminate it. That's all I do. Well, I really am grateful for this opportunity to share, and I hope that the next podcast, uh, when we have a chance to share again, uh, will be mutually beneficial and broadly beneficial and that the audience will learn and understand you know what we're trying to what is the most important thing that we can do right now at the conclusion of our podcast what is the most important thing we can do at the conclusion of our podcast i would say share wisdom or just have something that will make them think about the next podcast. We must ensure that each podcast listener provides a titled message response to our content, a titled message response to our content, a titled message response to our content. And feedback. And share the content with others so that we have an opportunity to not only continue to create Tasha and Jack content, but we also have the exciting opportunity to create content with our viewers. Or listeners, in this case. Depending upon the platform, it can also be viewers. Because I can put this content on a platform, and it does not have to be visual. The person will simply listen to the content on a visually based platform. I don't care what platform, if it's visual based, I still put Skype content or any other type of content on the platform because I challenge people. Just because I'm on a visual platform doesn't mean I have to use visually based content. I can use audio based or whatever I want. This is true. Thank you. I know it is, I do it every day. I use platforms to engage people globally. And I engage them without limitation, and I engage them without focusing on difficulties. I focus on strengths. Well, thank you for this opportunity. We definitely need it in these times where immense and global challenges is extreme. We all need to communicate, share positivity, and knowledge. And it must be global. Right? It's not it's not that difficult. It's very easy. And that's all we're doing. Thank you very much for being instrumental in the creation of the Tasha and Jack podcast number two. It's been my distinct pleasure, Tasha. And everyone, absolutely phenomenal day.
And I want to leave with this one key phrase. Global and mobile. It's what we do. Global and mobile. Always a pleasure, everyone. Thank you for listening and providing titled message responses to our content. I appreciate it.